Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today, we have Brent on from Jobio, and we're going to learn all about his firm. So, very excited um, to kind of jump into this. Brent, you've been on a podcast with me before, so this is kind of old hat for you. But um, <laughs> for those that maybe didn't listen to that episode or whatever, um, introduce yourself and uh, also introduce Jobio. All right, great. Well, uh, first, William, it's it's great to be back with you. Uh, you do good work, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to tell everybody a little bit about Jobio. Um, uh, I am uh, one of the founders of Jobio. Uh, we just launched late in uh, 2020, so uh, we're still getting up on our uh, on our legs. Uh, but we are a video hiring platform or a video hiring portal, however you want to look at it. And um, what that means is we give um, uh, the recruiting experience um, uh, a new slant. We focus it. Uh, we focus the top of the funnel using video uh, video tools that give more transparency and authenticity to the hiring process. So fewer applicants, but higher quality candidates get into your hiring funnel. Um, all, of our, all of our employers are required to create video job listings and all of our applicants must submit a video application. And using, the, using those tools, you get better results faster. And so in, the, in, in that space, there's asynchronous and synchronous. Both of these uh, are asynchronous, right? That is correct. We, we are not uh, video interviews. Video interviews have been done right. for a long time. Right. You know, that's, and people don't like them. <laughs> yeah. This is a different bit. This is, this is okay. Um, so, so we got the industry lingo out of the way, which you know, no one really cares about other than the people that talk about it all the time. Um, it, 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 well, it's good to get it on the table because a lot of people yeah. dismiss us. I say jobs on video and they're like, oh, they roll their eyes. Okay. Another video interview tool. Okay, yeah, we no, get it. not, not that, not that at all. Correct. This, this actually touches some employer brand things, especially from the company side. It's huge, huge for branding and, and identifying culture and showing off your culture. I mean, I don't care how well written you are. You're never going to communicate what your brand and culture really is about in a 1200 word, 50 bullet point job description. So when you do the demo uh, and you show people a job you for the first time, what's the, what's the thing that they really, that really shines that sticks out for them? They just, they love the video application. I mean, they just, they absolutely love it. They're like, oh, this is, this is everything that they, they want. It gives them the transparency that they want early, you know, again, at the, in the very first step before a single email is sent, before anything is scheduled, before a screening of any kind, uh, they get to see the personal brand and the per personal culture of the candidate. Right. And it and then obviously they can do that with the company in the position as well. So it could be two ways they can see both parties could see these things before they decide to go further in the process. Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of, that's really the, it's, it's not, I hate to call it the secret sauce, but 
we try to tell people like, listen, cause they're like, how do we, you know, we, we've tried getting video interviews before. Mm-hmm. Why are you successful at it? And we're like, well, because it's, it, this is the classic, you show me yours, I'll show you mine. Okay. Right. And when an employer or when a, when a job seeker sees that an employer has taken just a few seconds, 30, 60, 90 seconds to be genuine, to be authentic, to be transparent and, and show them who they really are. That is enough to motivate the job, the good, again, we're, we're talking about quality job seekers. That is what gets them off the couch and says, okay, I already have a job, but I want to apply for this job because that William Tim Cup guy looks like a guy I could work with. You know, I, I want to learn more about what he's talking about. So, and, you, and, and they'll finish do your it. thought. Finish your thought. Well, well I was just going to say, yeah, they'll, and that's what that's why they're mo- they're more motivated to you know sit up straight and put on a better shirt and you know comb their hair and make a make a video, and that's really all they've got to do. They don't, it's it's about being casual and mm-hmm. genuine. You know, we we don't ask people to you know, you put, get in, you know, put on their suit, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not about that. It's about who they really are and who they're going to be every day when they show up to work. So do they, do they get to practice? Is there a, is there a, me- is there a mechanism in case, you know, they were on their phone and, you know, maybe there's poor lighting and they, and they recognize that halfway through, is there a way for them on the candidate side, is there a way for them to kind of take two, take three? That's right. Yeah. They can take as many takes as they want. It's all, it's all where you can do it on your computer, but we're built for mobile first because that's where the majority of uh, job search is anyway. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's really as simple as if anybody's ever made a Facebook or an Instagram uh, video or whatever you record it. And if you don't like it, you delete it and you start over. I mean, that's the way Jobio is set up. I mean, if you get it on the first time or the 10th time uh, it's, you just submit it when you're ready. I love that. I love that. Now, You've mentioned authentic and genuine uh, a couple times so far. Um, when when we talk about employer brand, you know, the corporate side, we we talk about your job descriptions should both attract, but they should also repel. And I don't mean that in a yeah. bad way, but it's like you want the right talent. And I remember, um, I remember Rackspace used to do a great job of this down in uh, San Antonio, where they would their engineers would blog publicly. And so they would basically talk about, you know, we work in the dark, it, we drink a lot of Mountain Dew, we skate, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> you know, it's like they were painting a culture. And if you, as a candidate, you can either see yourself in that culture or not. And so it attracted and it also repelled equally enough. Do you think, right. do you think videos, kind of, do you think these, the, your videos fit into that category? hundred percent. Again, you know, the, you know, there's a reason why 83% of job seekers, you know, rate, you know, the, the NPS score or whatever of, of job search is just horrible. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's a painful process. Uh, we've all heard the cliches about job search, you know, looking for a job is a full-time job and all that. And it shouldn't be that way. But it's gotten that way because everybody because it's been digitalized and it's been made it's been a numbers game that's too easy to apply to a job. So everybody has to apply to every job just to feel like they have a chance of getting recognized. Um, and it's uh, that that's wrong. You know, I I only I think applica- applications should actually be the second step in the process. 
and you know jobio is the top of the funnel you get all of the you get all the disclosure in the first step or as much as you can possibly you know do with a couple of minutes of video which is actually quite a bit so then the job seeker qualifies themselves for the position and that's what you really want you want the job seeker to confidently apply to to click that apply button and take the next step as opposed to well, these bullet points. Some of them look good. Some of them I'm not really qualified for, but I think I'm going to apply anyway. And next thing you know, you're dealing with 250 applicants when really only 10 to 20% of those applicants are legitimately qualified or even interested in the position. So you mentioned workflow, which is, which is where I was going to ask you about next. And you mentioned uh, top of the funnel, front of the funnel, um, you advise that to basically say, you know what, let's put it, let's put a rest foot forward and you put it as far out as possible so that again, it kind of filters, filters in and filters out. That's right. That's why we call it the, the video hiring portal. We want to be your gateway job. Every job listing on Jobio has a hyperlink. And however you want to disseminate that hyperlink, uh, you know, just like your normal job description, instead of sending out a 1200 word, you know, job description, you know, the link to that. Now you just send out the link to your Jobio uh, preview right. and let that be the gateway. You know, your employees can text it to their friends. You can paste it on your social media. You can share it on a job board. If you still want to use job boards, that's fine. But now uh, you're going to automatically start culling, uh, culling out people because, again, they're going to be self-qualified because they've seen the video. I love that. So um, people will ask, um, where, yeah, we know where in the flow, what is this tied to in their workflow? I'm assuming the ATS, but I don't want to assume anything. What is, where, where do you, you know, when customers talk to you about this, where do you advise them that they kind of tie this in data-wise? So um, if you have an ATS, uh, an employer, you know, m- most of the time they have an online application link, right, to the job. Jobio has a field where you can input that hyperlink to your ATS. And at the appropriate time, after somebody's been shortlisted in Jobio, uh, when you want to advance them to a formal application, um, you can tap a button on Jobio and an automatic email gets generated through our system and it gets, sends it to the candidate and says, congratulations. Uh, we'd like to invite you to c- create your formal application. And that's where they put in their name, their address, uh, right. their back, the stuff for the background check, all of that, because the best job seekers don't want to do that in the first or even the second step. All yeah, right? it, and, it would make sense. Uh, you know, you're, yeah. you're doing something you want them to do pre application you want them to both see the company for what it's worth and then go okay yeah this makes sense for me and then take the next action which that's right. would be in an ats at that point yeah i was just talking with um with a job seeker this morning um she was texting me about you know just some really good feedback and she says uh she talked about how the assessments that people are requiring her to do when she's looking for a job are a turnoff yeah. And, and, and this is a, this is a, a very, a good candidate. I mean, she, she, she adds value or brings value to the table. She already has a job, but because of that, you know, she's the quintessential passive job seeker that is not going to jump through a hoop unless she sees real value. And with Jobio, she saw the value. She saw somebody that she said, Oh, okay, I can work for that person. I want to learn more. 
And she had no problem creating a simple video application. Love that. Love, 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 love that. Um, Industries, so that when you're looking down at the data so far, industries are in job classes where this just works best to start with. Where, where, where is that right now? What's the data telling you? Well, we, it's, it's tough. Literally it's week to week. Um, (laughs) We don't have a ton, we don't have a ton of data to really draw a a pretty picture yet. I'd love, I'd like that to happen, but I mean, one of our first hires was an SAP analyst. Okay. And before we launched, we, when we were having this conversation, we were like, well, maybe we should just focus on sales and marketing or, you know, very kind of left brain creative. Maybe they'd be more receptive to making videos. Um, And then sure enough, you know, we had an early hire was a welder, you know, very blue collar. I mean, (laughs) and, and the welder wasn't even in the videos. He just showed pictures of his welds and it just blew the company away. They're like, this is the guy for us. He was behind the camera showing people showing the welds you know the tigs and the migs and all these vocabulary words i don't understand but he wasn't even on camera he was behind there telling people what he did and how he did it and in you know 60 seconds of video they knew this was the guy for them and uh the same thing with the sap analyst uh but obviously we've been doing very well with uh sales and marketing positions um, so uh, I have, a, uh, we've got a couple of meetings with uh, fast food restaurants. They love it as well. So it really does seem to be all across the board, um, very technical hires, uh, analytical hires, as well as, you know, more marketing driven hires. I love that. I love that. I love that. Okay. So I want to go back to the demo for just a second. Um, and because you've, you've done this for a bit, I want to do the stop, start, continue thing where like, questions that you get asked from practitioners when you do a demo, what would you like to hear more? You know, what questions would you love to hear? What questions would you rather just kind of, you know, just kind of kill off? Um, and what questions are consistent from, from demo to demo uh, that just kind of come up every time you, every time you demo, it just kind of comes up. Uh, what are some of those questions as well? Well, the first one is, um, you know, what about bias? You know, what about, where does that come in here? Because, you know, it is so visual. And, you know, and, and that's, that's kind of an easy thing to run, run to uh, when you when you're don't understand something or there's something new being put on the table uh, when it comes to, to uh, video. But honestly, uh, first of all, uh, if somebody was going to get sued for, uh, uh, you know, giving you a, a, a biased potential platform, it would be like LinkedIn. I mean, they're a $50 billion company and everybody's got their, you know, profile image on LinkedIn. And uh, when you're in college, you go to the, uh, the job fair, the career fair, and there's always a booth in the corner that says, uh, get, get your LinkedIn headshot here. So um, I actually tell people though, that, listen, you know, you know, bias is, it's going to occur you know, sometimes no matter what at, at any part of the funnel, uh, that's just more of a, that's more of a, a you problem, you know, because it's, it doesn't matter what tool you use. Uh, if someone's going to be biased, they're going to be biased. And um, I don't really like to focus on it because I do think that it is rare. I, I do think that in, in uh, people are uh, much more, you know, good than uh, the social media would, would like to portray these days. Um, but 
the the real advantage to Jobio is we give people a platform and a tool to put diversity, equity, and inclusion at the top of the funnel. If you say those things matter to you, then we give you a tool that lets you go out there and get it, but not just based on their image, their skin color, their eyes, their hair. We give you a tool that gives you a 360 degree view of that person's brand and culture at the very top of the funnel so that you can make an educated decision on who you're going to bring into your hiring process. And that's, that's, that's what's powerful about Jobio. I mean, it, it really helps people meet their goals if they do have a DEI goal. So metrics that the practitioners should pay attention to when they use Jobio, what, what does that look like? Well, the number of applicants should drop dramatically. Um, Again, quality, not quantity. Um, I still hear about, you know, uh, recruiting staff that are judged by the number of applicants that, you know, come in. They report that and, excuse me, uh, they report those numbers and I'm just like, ah, just cringe. I'm like, you shouldn't be judged on the number of applicants. Um, uh, Your number of interviews will reduce. Um, we, we shrink the funnel, William. I mean, that's essentially what we're doing is right. we're taking your funnel and I think we're, what, what the numbers, what the data is going to ev- eventually show is a 50% drop in cost per hire and a significantly uh, reduced turnover rate because, uh, I mean, in, whether it's an entry-level job or a high-end job, one thing that happens now is uh, people will take a job just so they can, you know, fill the gap, you know, they've, they've got to make rent. Okay. So, okay. You know, William, William made me an offer. I'm going to accept it, but what are they doing? They're continuing to look for a job. And then 90 days later, they're gone. And the reason why they have to do that is because the the hiring process is so slow mm-hmm. and, you know, they've been looking for months. They've just, Hey, I got rent due next week. I'm going to take the next person that makes me an offer. And that's, that's not, it's not fair to the, it's to the applicant and it's not fair to the employer. You know, we've kind of dug this hole for ourselves by making it a numbers game. And uh, when you reduce the size of the funnel, when you narrow it and you make the gateway a little bit uh, more strict, uh, good things happen. I love that. So for some people, this is new. Right for some of the uh, recruiting and, and TA uh, uh, recruiting and HR leaders, uh, obviously this might be a little bit new for them. How do you how do you get them over the hurdle? Uh, I mean, no one no one's great at change. So I mean, I don't want to put in position anybody as like the czar of change or anything like that. So we all consume change differently and, and poorly. Um, how do you get them over the hurdle? That because uh, I would assume that candidates are easier to get over the hurdle. It's really dealing with the internal teams and and the uh, recruiters and hiring managers and getting them over the hurdle. How do you do that? Sure. Well, yeah. And first of all, I'll say, yeah, it's not for everybody. You know, not everybody, you know, embraced social media, Facebook when it Good started. Point. And, you know, and it just takes a little bit of time. And that and that's and that's fine. You know, um, uh, we, we get it. Um, but as time goes on, we just tell people our pitches, our offer is really simple. Like you just give us one hire, we'll do it for free, you know? And, um, and you, when you see how much time is saved, I mean, it's like, oh, they're like, yeah, you just saved me 20 hours on a single hire, you know? And I was hesitant to take 60 seconds and ask my hiring manager to send me a you know quick selfie video, you know, like they, 
they see the results, not to mention their hiring managers. Like, yeah, you, you sent me three people to interview and I could have hired all three of them. They were all great. I mean, and that, that those kind of things just didn't happen in the past for them. You know, before it was 10 interviews and one of them was, was maybe somewhat worthy of an offer, you know, but it, you get into the warm body syndrome because after scheduling and waiting on 10 interviews, so much time has gone by, you just got to fill the position. And again, that's where the turnover metric comes into play. But, um, but that's, that's really, that's really what, what we do or, you know, or how we, how we approach, you know, the, the demo and and the pitch you know, is we just awesome. like, just, just try, just try one hire and let's, yeah. let's see what happens. Yeah. Again, it's, I get try before you buy. That's I love that model, but I also love that, you know, they're going to know that if that, that it's right for them or not for them real quickly. Uh, yeah. That's, and, which and, is good. And, we, and William too, what's great about it is we're not a complicated, robust ATS. This is right. not, this is not a platform where it's, uh, okay, let's set aside the next two weeks, uh, you know, these, this many hours and we're going to have to offload and train and all of this kind of stuff. I mean, none of that. It's really as simple as downloading an app on your phone and, um, and you know, in just a few minutes, you're up and going. And if you don't like it, you delete the app. No harm, no foul. Right. So two things left. One is um, we don't need the dollars and cents, but pricing model. So how do you, how do you all conceptually go about pricing? So it is a, uh, a DIY tool, you know, it's uh, software as a service, $99 per job listing per month. Anybody can go into the app store uh, or to jobio.net and uh, start using the app right away. And uh, we will contact you when it's time to get billed. Um, and uh, we offer custom pricing, obviously, for volume but it starts at $99 per job listing per month. We also offer a full service recruiting uh, plan that is completely contingent. We, mm. will do, we will do everything. We will do all of the sourcing. We will do all of the recruiting. We will bring you a short list of video applications for your positions, and we will do it for less than half the normal agency rate, which is easily 20% for an outsourced recruiter. So uh, this is something that's kind of new that nobody's ever seen. And it's the reason why a lot of companies, even though they really would like to outsource their recruiting, they can't afford it because it's a high turnover position or you know, it's entry level and it doesn't make sense to pay 20, 25% fees, as, which is what the normal you know, headhunters will charge. So what we'll do, William, is we will do it fully contingent. We'll do everything for starting at 9% for 9% of the annualized wage. And when it, when you get into these kind of fees, and again, fully contingent, this low of a fee, it really st starts making sense to outsource pretty much every role that you have. Right, yeah. I mean, what's the risk at that, That's right. at that point? Last last thing is, what, what else should we know about Jobio? Well, you should know that we just, we care about, we care about the job seeker. I mean, I, I started this company because, you know, I, I was there in 2008, you know, I was there, you know, sitting at the table, you know, looking at my wife while I was, you know, applying for literally 50 jobs a day and hearing back from essentially zero, you know, <laughs> and uh, I was like, man, there's got to be a better way. And then as I moved on and was a manager, I, I felt like there was just so much time and money and inefficiency. Uh, I said, there's got to be a better way. And this is, this is a solution that benefits both sides of the coin. 
I want people to find the best job for them so that they can you know, stay put longer and build a career. And when that happens, employers succeed as well because they get a better long-term commitment. They save money in the process and all of their employee engagement goes up. And that's, that's really what we want to do. We want to help both, si- both sides of the table, both sides of the job search. I love it. I love it. Brent, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the Use Case podcast and for us uh, and really schooling us on Jobio. Just thank you for your time. Thank you and keep up the good work, William. All righty. And thanks to everyone that listens to the Use Case podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.